books and catchy hooks and hobos in the bar. And RBs and extra cheese and girls who like it rough. These are some things and some stuff. Talking cats and yoga mats and shoes attached to springs. Taking poops and playing hoops and balls attached to strings. This is some stuff and some things. This is some stuff and some things. This is stuff. Welcome to Stuff and Things, the podcast about everything and nothing at all. I'm Chewy. And I'm Ian. Uh, how's it going? <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to episode six. Episode six, like six. Six! Six, six! The episode number of this podcast! You're going to feel really stupid when we get to episode 666. Because you're going to be like, I wasted it. I wasted it way back then. I, yeah. When we're on our hoverboards and we're, we're we're in our floating mansions from all the money we've rigged we're, in from the podcast. We're old men too. We're we're like really old with like artificial robot robot hips. Oh my god! There you go, like Lieutenant Dan. We have have, we have new legs. There you go. <laughs> Made out of the stuff from the space shuttle. <laughs> uh, that the always future. struck me as funny. Wave of the future. Okay. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> All right. So if this is your first time listening to us, shame on you. Yes. Why haven't you started episode one? We're only six episodes in. You can do it. If you can catch up on Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad. Bad. I caught up on Game of Thrones in like two weeks, and that's three seasons of 10 episodes each. So that's called commitment. Man, that's that's obviously we're we're throwing them (laughs) throwing them away. They're like, I don't want (laughs) to listen to this now. This is gonna be a chore. I want to learn about dragons. No, no, no. They're like, this is gonna be a chore. I'm, I'm, I don't want to listen to this. It's they're already being dicks, and this is my first time. (laughs) Instead of being welcomed, I'm being shunned and pushed away. Stan Lee, motherfucker. This is the every person's podcast should be the first podcast. So. Well, welcome. We're just we're just fucking with you. Welcome. <laughs> uh, welcome. Uh, there are various ways to get in touch with us. Um, in case you have questions, suggestions, you want to point out how we fucked up on something. Yes. Or you just maybe want to say hi. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. It's we always like, like new friends. We need them, please. You know. I mean, it's like when was the last time you got a letter? Yeah. Right. Like never. And I'm not gonna ask for a letter because that's no, you know, mail. Like no, we don't use U.S. Postal Service right. for that sort of stuff. No. But you know what? When was the last time you got just a friendly email that just said, "Hi, how you doing?" Yeah. No. Agreed. Like so, I, I cannot recall the last time I, honest to God, received a happy, snappy email from someone. Send them in. Our email address is stuff and things podcast. At gmail.com. Remember that stuff and A-N-D things, not stuff and things. We we don't need to keep reminding you of this. Yeah, quit Even though it's your first episode. episode. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to keep reminding you on the first episode of something. We yeah, stop you making us episodes. work for you. This is free. <laughs> so uh, for anyone that is new, though, or maybe, you know what, you've just kind of forgotten who we are from last time or the yes. last time we spoke to you. In real life, if you are one of our friends that we actually see in real life in non-digital uh, pixelated forms, um, I thought it'd be fun to just check it out. Like, okay, like, you know, you always ask someone like, hey, how, how would you define me? Like, what would you what would you use to describe me? Like, what defines me as a person? People say, oh, you know, you got a sense of humor or whatever it is. So I decided to ask the Internet what defines you and I. Okay. So I went on UrbanDictionary.com, <laughs> and I defined us. Okay. So uh, just a quick little <clears throat> thing here. Uh, Perfect. In case any of you were wondering, I'm Chewy. And I'm Ian. And uh, we told you that already, but now you know, in case you forgot again. And now it's um, after battle. <laughs> well, Chewy, as defined, I, I picked two definitions that I like from okay. Urban Dictionary. I, I picked zero definitions, so I get to be surprised. Yeah. Uh, Chewy, the number one definition, but I'll go with it. Uh, Chewy, slang in California for a cigar hollowed out with marijuana and cocaine in place of tobacco. <laughs> like it wasn't just marijuana, it's and cocaine. Andre Nicotina raps about them a lot. No, oh, The right. example, I smoke Chewy's like a motherfucking nut. 
<laughs> All right. Now, my other definition that I also like for my name, Chewy, is right here. Australian slang for chewing gum. <laughs> Here's the example in my very poor Australian accent. Mate, can you stop at the milk bar and buy me a pack of Chewy? <laughs> yes, that's me. Now you. Oh, I'm excited Ian. for this. I'm excited for this. The dictionary that I or the dictionary definition, the urban dictionary definition that I like for you uh-huh. is Ian, the kind of guy who will set your f- house on fire if he gets bored. That sounds like I accurate. wanted to get out of the house because Ian was over there. That was the example. <laughs> so some asshole in the world. The reason this exists on Urban Dictionary, some asshole in the world is degrading my name. And as we know, because the show follows Highlander rules, there can be only one. Yeah. So I need to go find this guy. <laughs> and now, the other off. definition for Ian is conversational climax, a mind orgasm. Example. I had an Ian due to all of the fabulous witty banter. Or the Rubik's Cube gave me an Ian. <laughs> so that pretty much sums us up. Yeah, that's I pretty am basically accurate. some sort of uh, garbage that you put in yourself, you know, and makes you feel better somehow, though. Yeah. Uh, and you are just, I don't know what you are. A conversational stimulant that burns down your house. <laughs> With the spiciness of his conversation. The inner machinations <laughs> of your mind are an enigma. Speaking of <laughs> things that you put into you, I'm about to oh, blow God. your fucking head off. Are please, you excited please, for this? I'm really glad you said my head off and uh, not just blow me. So, uh, you're forgetting to say away. <laughs> so, I'm going to blow your mind. But before I do, one more thing to mention we forgot. You can also reach us on Twitter. Uh, for the show, we have at sat, S-A-T, podcast. So that's you can, how you can reach us on Twitter. The little A with the circle-y thing Yeah, that's the it. first. If you use Twitter, you know what we're talking about. And you can also reach us individually. You can reach Ian at, um, at I-R-I-T-C-H, I-Rich. And mine is at Chupacabra, C-H-E-W, Pacabra. Yes. <laughs> Spell it out. <laughs> so... Now that we've got the business out of the way, yes. are you ready to get your mind blown? I'm ready to loosen my tie. Hey, business. You're going to need to loosen your pants for this one. Uh, you said that you were blowing my mind. You'll see. God damn it. So, a friend of the show named James informed me to... He, he knows that we like to talk about okay. our fatness on the yes. show. We always tend to open it up with, with fatness. Yeah, and it's not self-deprecating. I mean, it is, but you know, it's all in, it's all in fun. It's all in fun. That's true, for sure. But this, I think, I think there's no going back after this. This is this is gonna change everything. Like the Joker says, this is the game changer. This is this is the Batman to the Gotham City of our stomachs. Are okay. You ready? In and out enthusiasts. This is for, it's so so. Oh, half okay. the country already cut out for this, but for you and I, it's gonna be amazing. Yes. Have you ever heard of a monkey style burger? Yeah, I've heard. I've heard whispers. How, of do you it, know what in it is? Darkened corridors. <laughs> Like back alley drug deals, I've heard people <laughs> talking. Like, can you get me a monkey? Monkey burger? Is it monkey? Monkey burger? style. Monkey it's style. Like animal burger. style. So do you? Okay, let's backing it up for people who don't know about In and Out. So it, for, yeah, first of all, In and Out. What's wrong with you? You don't know about it. Yeah, you. Should. I don't care if you live on the East Coast. You should fucking know about it. So In and Out. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're right because, like, Actually, go ahead, we sorry. we uh, you're right because honestly, In and Out is probably one of the best fast food restaurants around in this area if not the best burger i've ever had from a fast food restaurant i i actually have proof of that i actually have family visiting from uh new york mm-hmm. and they've never even heard of like in and out and stuff like that and i told them you got to go to in and out they went there and they're just like dude why why did you do that why to did me you do that to me <laughs> now i can't now i can never now i have to travel all the way over here to have it so in and out is known for uh it has really great hamburgers they're a pretty simple menu like double cheeseburger which they call it or double hamburger they call double double you have your just regular hamburgers regular french fries um Gee, regular cheeseburgers cheese you have your milkshakes different you know strawberry vanilla pretty basic stuff now, the great thing about In-N-Out, though, is that they have a secret menu that they pretend doesn't exist, but everybody in the in the, um, in the the restaurant's in the know. So they have things like, for example, uh, the most popular thing I would imagine is probably animal style yeah. uh, for your burger. And they explain this article here. Um, so it says here, I've heard of animal style, which is mustard-cooked beef patty, 
pickles, which is added on to it. Extra spread. Their spread is like a Thousand Island yeah. sauce, but it's amazing. It's better than Thousand it's Island. Like, I don't know. It's like it's Thousand like, Island straight from the from the tear ducts of Jesus. <laughs> Thousand Island straight from the islands. And grilled onions. There's also protein style, which a lot of people know, which is lettuce wrapped burger. They have a lot of different stuff. But this is a new one I haven't heard of, um, which is called monkey style. Um, so <laughs> is the, that where you like yeah. stick your finger in your ass, pull oh. out some poo and fling it at someone? You know what? I'm I uh, no. Like right as you're like getting it from behind. No, oh. you're about to see what monkey style is, my friend, because monkey style uh, is this. Please don't tell me it's like another one of those things of like a monkey drinking its own piss. So in addition to making animal style burgers, they also make animal style French fries. And animal style French fries are fries with cheese spread and grilled onions on top of them. So watch out chili cheese fries. There's better than you. And it's called animal style (laughs) fries. So monkey style is a burger that is meat and animal style fries in the hamburger. It is, it is, it is both those items combined into one. Chewy is like, he's breathing heavy over here. He's panting thinking about it. <laughs> Damn it. I know you are hungry. Get yourself a burger. You know, it's, they're still open. But here's the thing. Our friend James actually went to go try this at, yes. at a local In-N-Out location. Mm-hmm. They had mm-hmm. no idea what he was talking about. And this is on, online See, too. That, that's the thing. I've heard, I've heard about it and someone told me about it. That's why if I'm not like, you know, like yelling and, you know, screaming and like they tell you what it was though. Yeah. They, they told me what it was, but then I heard like immediately after they're like, yeah, but like you can't get it. And I'm like, you can't, you cannot like do that. You can't just present this to me and then snatch it away. Why from did they say my... you can't get it? Cause I, I don't all know about it yet. No, I don't, I don't know. Just someone told me, it's like, yeah, but like someone went to order it and like they couldn't get it or something like well, that. Well, what you do is you pull up this article and you'd be like, bullshit. Look at this picture. Yeah. Now, why don't you go give me my John 3, 316 cup. Don't pretend like you're not all Christians and give me my fucking <laughs> the, monkey the style burger. Crossing, the, palms the palms crossing. The palms I love As we all, know, like, the secret symbolism. Subtle, subtly Christian. It's like the Illuminati of fast food. <laughs> in and out is the Illuminati of fast food. They have all these secret symbols. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but I thought, God, I thought that was going to blow your the hair grip. back. But apparently it already has. So, so much so. But it reminded you that we need to look for this. And uh, if we have one, we'll tell you how it is. I want one really would, badly. Would the uh, Illuminati of uh, fast food be known as the Grilluminati? Grill- <laughs> yes, the Grilluminati. Grilluminati. A secret society of delicious flavor. <laughs> Secret society of deliciousness. It's not. It's not a secret sauce. It's a sauce of secrets. <laughs> secret society. <laughs> secret sauce society. Uh, that one goes out. Us. We. Uh, that one goes out to you, my special friend. If you know you, you'll know who you are. You'll know who you are, and you'll know that joke was for you. <laughs> um. Secret sauce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we, we crack ourselves up on this show. Um, I'm my biggest fan. <laughs> I, we are. We, we make ourselves laugh. And if you guys happen to laugh along with us, awesome. That's great. Um, one other thing to talk about. Uh, Speaking of our friends and speaking of, uh, you know, common friendship time activities, as we talked about in the first episode. Um, Friend times. As you know, Chewie and I occasionally like to share our dreams with each other. And <laughs> the more bizarre and weird, the longer and the better the, the, the joke is and the funnier it is and the more we enjoy it. So I had a dream recently that I saved. I say held on to it for dear life okay. because I was like, wait for stuff and things. We have to, I have to read it there. So um, I'm going to read it verbatim as I wrote it in the haze that when I woke up and then I will add color commentary. So the title of this note is dream in an ice cave outside Comic-Con. All right. (laughs) Already, already. (laughs) Hold on. So you're like at Comic-Con you're like, I am Superman. This is like, (laughs) which Ryan is a friend of mine and I had to drive a special way to get to. So we were in San Diego in a car yeah. and we're like, where's our, where's this cave that we're supposed to be looking for? And we're driving around and we're like driving through like areas by the convention center. And we turn this corner and all of a sudden like snow starts falling. You're like, oh, we must be close. Yeah. Um, surrounded by extra train cars and cars <laughs> and caves. So I look at it and surrounding this cave is all these other caves that have like giant train cars and like yeah. parts of automobiles coming out of the, out of the caves. <laughs> okay. Um, 
So it's like a planet in Hollywood. Yes. So <laughs> but we, like I, an ice and I remember this. So we so we walk up to it, and now suddenly we were in shorts and stuff. Now we're in like ice, like 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 Eskimo clothing. Please tell me that in this ice cave planet Hollywood, there was an Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> as Mister Freeze no. somewhere, and they're going ice to see. It gets you. better. So as we're walking to the ice cave, we discuss about seeing the Daria panel. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently God, a show that's that been true. a show that's been off the air for for years and years of having a panel of I mean a comic con it, it's definitely it's definitely likely that it can happen. Um, why is why hasn't that happened? So we enter the ice cave and then it says this: there are arcade machines. So there's okay. arcade machines yeah. in this ice cave. There's three of them I remember specifically. Okay, we are with Rosie. Rosie is Ryan's lovely wife. Um, we get two pinball machines to work. Uh huh. So two of two of the three are. Yes, are okay, working. Our no, no, we, we plug them in. We two of the three pinball pinball machines. However, this is the part when I told Ryan the story he okay. was disturbed by. He's like, what's okay. wrong with us? So I said, we get two pinball machines to work, but we don't plug in Hydro Thunder. Apparently, <laughs> 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 Hydro Thunder, which if you don't know what it is, it's a boat racing game, which is an amazing game because every time you see it, it. Why would you not play Hydro Thunder? Well, here's the thing. For me with Hydro Thunder, here's what it is. Hydro Thunder to me is like Wendy's is to me at fast food. Every time I drive by Wendy's, I'm like, like, oh, Wendy's, yeah, I guess. And every time I eat Wendy's, I'm like, this was really good. I need to go there again. That's what Hydro Thunder is. I'll see it in the arcade and I'll be like, oh, Hydro Thunder, yeah. And then I'll be like, you know, I got a couple extra bucks. I'll play it. And I'm like, this was really fun. I should do this more often. (laughs) So the inside of the cave looks like my aunt's house. (laughs) This is weird. Okay. With a small homemade ukulele. And doll on a shelf near the ice stairs leading upward. Hold on, so your aunt lives in this dream in a fortress of solitude. No, so it, it's just that like somebody cut the cave to look like my aunt's house. Oh, okay. So it was like an ice sculpture version of her house on yeah. the inside. Yes. Okay. And there's a little like shelf right before you go up the stairs where people yeah. put like your pictures and stuff. But there was a, a homemade ukulele. Okay. And a little doll. Like a little, like... Like a porcelain doll? Or well, like a I'm trying to remember. Or? I think it was more like a porcelain doll, but the yeah. face... It it's like a combination of like the body of a porcelain doll, and the face was like painted like that of a porcelain doll, yeah. but it was on like like a, like a Raggedy Ann, Ann style face. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> I feel like the cave is haunted. Uh, <laughs> probably because of that freaky doll. Suddenly, the same little ukulele duplicates itself. <laughs> So Rosie is holding it, and okay. I look back over, and it's still on the shelf. So this dream about so pinball just, machines and hydro thunder yeah. just took a dark turn. <laughs> so uh, it's a self-duplicating ukulele. Yes, it is. Which is a terrible, terrible thing. Yes. All we need is more ukuleles in the This world. is where it gets really scary. You ready? Brace yourself. Embraced. I then interrogate the doll, <laughs> asking if the cave is evil, and its face changes to a frown. The doll's face changes? Yes. Oh, shit. Are you ready? I'm getting goosebumps for the next line. This is... This, you base yourself. I then ask if the doll is doing it. So, meaning, are you making this happen? Yeah. And it and its face changes to a devious grin. Oh, And gosh. then I wake up, and the first thing I think... I should... Might as well... I probably yeah. woke up and did this. Seven things. Because <laughs> I knew... <laughs> That I, I knew that this would be the perfect uh, thing for the podcast. So God. yes, that was my dream. Uh, interpretations. Yeah. What do you think? I I don't know because okay. This First is question whole, out of the gate, like always. Does this mean I'm gay? <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. I mean, you didn't play Hydro Thunder. No, uh, but, so, but I did play pinball. But that does have the word ball in it. Exactly, and oh, there were two sh- pinballs, so two balls, two balls. Yeah, but there was know. a girl in the dream. Yeah, but. I don't know if that counts. I don't know. I mean, like, you know, she's me. She's your friend, you know, and mm-hmm. that, that doesn't count. And there's a doll. You were playing with a doll. That's true. I, I don't know. I think the jury. Tell, still tell us what you think. Yeah. If you guys know, like, a dream interpretation stuff, we would love to hear, like, the interpretations of See, these I, dreams. I'm, I'm a total nerd, so I'll, I'll jot down my dreams and, like, I'll search, like, the symbols on, like, I forget what the websites. It's, like, dream moods or something like that. And, like. I'll interpret it, but then, like, when, when I have a really detailed dream like that, it's really hard to interpret it because you'll you'll say, you'll type all that in. It's like, I'm sorry, could not find a 
uh, an interpretation for ice cave, <laughs> you know? So you got to like break it down. You're like ice cave and it's just, it's, it's bullshit. So if you are good at interpreting James, uh, let us know, but it's funny that you mentioned dreams. Um, I actually, I was thinking about this. I was having this, uh, this is a dream from a long time ago. I actually wrote down and, uh, I don't know why I was like thinking about it today though. Mm. And, um, Probably because I was just thinking about what we talked about in previous ones, and I think I mentioned it really briefly in one of uh, the other episodes. Um, but I'll just read what I actually wrote down. Sure. Um, this was a dream I had on a uh, May 8th, actually oh, over a year ago. Wow, this is a year-old dream. This is vintage. Yeah, vintage Like a dreams. fine wine. Vintage dream. Let me, hold on, let me just... Mm, that's a fine dream aroma. <laughs> Dream aroma it smells like fruit and, <laughs> and wood. All right, we should start maple a website berry. called Mapleberry. <laughs> I don't know. Um, tree, tree fruit. <laughs> tree fruit. Sm- yeah. Smoke berry. Smoke berry. Um, first of all, I'm going to mention how disturbed I am that when I typed in in my notes here, where is where I keep all my dreams, mm-hmm. and I searched for the for the defining phrase. The, the the defining word mm-hmm. of this dream, two dreams came up, which oh. shows you how much of a fat ass I am. Because uh, that word, goes. that word, is burger. <laughs> so I had two dreams apparently where the burger was important. Um, I'm gonna read this one because this is one line first mm-hmm. of all, but this was a different uh, dream. But apparently, what I wrote down verbatim is at store get- <laughs> at store getting like some sort of Beatles album. Comes with a burger, I think. <laughs> I remember it. it was like, some it's sort like, of beetle. I love that the second dream in a row where the word some, some sort, sort of. of well, some it's sort because it was like it was like oh buy this Beatles album and you get a free burger and I was like I want that burger so I bought the album. <laughs> um, but the real dream that I was getting to and this was a part of a dream heavy night. I'll just show this to you and you can see there was a lot of oh, stuff man there. it's a it's uh, very detailed but yes um, we'll break it down as that, we go that night i had like four dreams but this is the first dream that i remember yeah and here's what i wrote down i'm just gonna read the way that i wrote it as sure. like when i woke up and jotted down went to england for a burger at lbk cafe randomly so apparently if- in my dream like I've defined what this place is. Like, yeah. it, it, like I've named it. My brain assigned a name to this dreamland, like restaurant. Mm. It, it, you know, it's not just like. Well, oh, I know what LBK stands for. Luxurious <laughs> Burger King. <laughs> it's a LBK. fancy Burger King. Fancy that's why, and that's why it's, it's in England. England. You know, it's fancier. Um, best burger and fries ever had. The lady had Chelsea and Manchester United flags on walls. This was in London. Had a pint of really dark beer. T-shirts that resembled In-N-Out's T-shirts. I was trying to decide if I was leaving for home that same day or the next day. So, apparently, I traveled to England to right. have the world's best, best burger. burger. Okay, and in a in a in a restaurant that has split alliances as yeah, far as and I remember that goes. in the dream I was like, sorry, how, football. How, how dare you have that, you know? And I don't know. And then they like handed me beer, and I was like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> um, and then I was like, should I stay another day and have more burgers, or should I go home? Um, but here's here's what. Okay, so you know, okay, I read that, and I'm like, okay, that's just a bizarre dream, very descriptive. And random, you know, you Mm. go to England for the best burger in the world. But here's where it kind of freaked me out in reality. Because I came across this article today. And there's not much to the article other than an eerie correlation. Okay. And that eerie correlation is British woman dislocated jaw eating triple patty hamburger. (laughs) Holy shit. Oh, my God. Please. Just a quick little read through of some of the main points here. God, tell me. Talk about biting off more than you can chew. Eh? Eh? <laughs> okay, this is the this is the Grilluminati. Yeah. It's talking to you. The That's gr- why they use the Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> They're coming oh. for you. They know that you know. They know that you know. Let's, let's circle the words in the article. If they're... Okay. If they're in conclusion, 
Not yes. collusion. Conclusion. conclusion. If they're in conclusion with Taco Bell. Uh-oh. Which we, I'm just saying, you know how they got the messages and the hot sauces? Yes. What if there's a correlation there? Okay. Well, I think, I think there's only one thing to do. Right after we record this podcast, we have to go to Taco Bell. Fuck, Taco Bell run. <laughs> God. Okay, so. Let's, let, let's pretend that's not just an excuse for us to eat more Taco Bell. Nicola Pete, British woman, dislocated jaw, eating triple patty hamburger. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about biting off more than you can chew. She uh, suffered a dislocated jaw while attempting to eat a triple patty burger at a Liverpool, UK restaurant. Uh, so this not only was a British woman, but it happened in the UK, right. in Liverpool. So uh, granted, in my dream, was specifically London, but still, you know, we're, we're in the general vicinity over there. So we're in the I'm, right country. What I've gotten so far from the Illuminati is chew, dislocate jaw. They're going to beat you up and dislocate oh, your jaw. So keep going. I'm going to keep in- interpreting. Um, she broke it down and tried to eat it with a knife and a fork. Knife, um, they're going to knife you. <laughs> but uh, she said they kind of laughed it off. She had a little pain or whatever, but it persisted. And then it mm. turned out she had dislocated her jaw. Right. Uh, the, the culprit was a so-called, quote, kids in America burger from the restaurant <laughs> called Almost Famous. Right. So here's what I'm drawing. Burger joint in the UK, Grilluminati's like, chew, we're going to dislocate your jaw we know where you live. You're a kid in America. <laughs> wow, it's, it's pretty creepy. <laughs> it's over two years ago. It's something like this happened. I don't know. And it's, it's a triple it's, patty burger, yeah. which immediately makes you think it must be the best burger ever because how many, there's very few triple patty American burgers. And let me ask you this. Out. Where can you get a triple patty burger that's considered one of the best locally? In and out. Shit. You can actually. By the way, that's another in and out secret menu item. It's called a three by three. Yes. Let them know and they'll give that to you. But yeah, that was my uh, speaking scary moment. Speaking of a kid in America, I like to. I don't really fashion ourselves. Well, I don't fashion myself, and I don't feel you do as a badass. Do you? Do you fashion yourself as being a badass? Um, you know, I I have T-shirts printed up that say "badass fat ass." I think you might have to change those because oh. Joey Maffow. Okay, uh, tw- already his name, his last name is almost like Mofo. Yeah. so that's. He's a, he's a 12-year-old South Carolina boy. And this is the title of the article that I found. It's from the Huffington Post again. Uh, this time written by Sebastian Murdoch. Also a great name. <laughs> yes. Um, the title is this. Joey Maffow, 12-year-old boy, wrangles gator that attacked woman. God, Joey Maffow. Better, better start burning those t-shirts because you're nowhere Aww. near as bad as this kid. So this is, well, I'll read some of the article here. You don't want to mess with this kid. A 12-year-old South Carolina boy is receiving some well-deserved praise after saving his neighborhood from an alligator on the loose, Fox News Insider reported. (laughs) The boy, Joey Maffow, took matters into his own hands in what can only be described as the world's most epic beatdown of a reptilian foe when his neighborhood in Hilton Head was in trouble. Like a superhero descending from the skies. (laughs) (laughs) So he descended from the sky. All right. Magic cloud. Maffow took on the villainous gator after his neighbor, 50-year-old Tamara Shattuck, was attacked while walking her two dogs Wednesday and got a nasty bite on her foot, Island Packet News reported. Investigator, by the way, there is a hyphen in the article here. See see what they did there? there. Maffow needed only a day and the help of his grandpa, Joe Maffow, his grandpa, same name, I guess, he's a junior, to track down the attacker. This is the best. Four hours later, mind you, remember, let me back it up here. He's a 12-year-old boy. Okay. Four hours after finding its lagoon lair, (laughs) Joey wrangled in the eight-foot-long, 180-pound critter. Oh, what the fuck? That's fucked up. this next comment I'm going to read in character voice is how I imagine Joe, his grandfather, sounds. Okay. Ready? I went down and just let Joey fight it and hold it until it got to 16 feet out where I could reach it, 68-year-old Joe Maffow told ABC News. I stood at the edge of the water and reached out with a pole and put it around its neck and pulled it up to shore, and then he pulled the rope tight. I got the gator, and he came over and taped it. Other not fun, oh, little he, thing? He, he, he taped, taped it. it. He taped the mouth. Like with like duct, duct tape? Yes. 
Fun just, little fact. Just wrapped it around. Yes. Fun little fact, though. God damn it. South Carolina law dictates that the alligator must be killed. 12-year-old oh, Joey Mafau, alligator murderer. Oh, fuck. He's a hero, though. Uh, he's, dude, he's, I, he, he, went, he was like, you know what? He stood up for his neighborhood, for some lady, some poor defenseless woman. He went yeah. out and he's like, no, this will not stand, nature. This See, will not stand. Here, here's, here's what you read. 12-year-old Joey Mafau wrestles a gator and blah, blah, blah. Here's what I hear. Batman is starting. He started off with Killer Croc. <laughs> That, seriously, he he has ultimate like he has like really keen detective skills. It's just true, like Batman. He's an investigator, and he went looking for the gator, and he found the gator's lair. Yes, Killer Croc had a lair. Yeah, and he and and with the help of his grandfather, aka which would would be the Batman, Alfred. Alfred, <laughs> there you go. He he helped with the help of him. He and some gadgets. He, he ran, no, but his thing too. Alfred only came in when he had to. Yeah, this kid wrangled the gator. J- just and like it has yeah. to be. I you don't mention here. His pa- I don't hear him uh, about anything about his parents either. So I'm going to assume they're dead. <laughs> they're dead. And, and his grandfather looks after him. Yes. This Dude, is this. Is, I, oh my I, god! The I more was, you point this out, the I'm more right you, you are. Maybe that's why I was attracted to the stories. I was like a kid. This, Batman is starting. Joey Mafal. We know your identity is as Batman, even though you're not Batman <laughs> Dude, yet. For a second, I stopped myself. I was about to say that's just like what happened in real life. Referring to <laughs> referring to Gotham once, and the once DC again, universe. Lines are blurring between reality and fiction. Oh, God, Dan, dude, can you imagine though if we like see some something in, like in the future, like in or was it North Carolina, or South, South Carolina? Carolina, like you know, in South Carolina, mass, mass vigilante, mass vigilante has been taking down street crime one by one, and his trademark, uh, you know, like his trademark, like uniform, or whatever, is like a green ski mask or whatever yeah. with like white teeth on it or something <laughs> like that, and they call him the Gator. He took what he feared most as a child, and he turned it <laughs> turned it against. Exactly. Yes, father, I shall become a Gator. <laughs> God. Gators are pretty fucking scary, dude. They are scary. I mean, I, I, like I said, we, this kid is way more badass than we could ever hope to be. What would because he, what do you think his name would l- be? Let though? me ask would you. Would he this. just go l- by the Gator? Let's back up, though. Okay, okay, let's back up. What were you doing at twelve years old? Uh, um, at twelve years old, I don't know, like listening to corn or some shit. Yeah, you know what else I was doing when I was doing twelve year old biscuit masturbating <laughs> furiously. That's the only thing I, I, I had. <laughs> With as much you fury were with the actual limp biscuit. I was I was I was beating up a gator of my own, a flesh gator that oh, lives on God. my body and has continued to disappoint not only me but every woman I've been with since. Ladies. Oh man. No, I like to beat myself up. But 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 yeah. Flesh gator. <laughs> flesh gator. I hope please tell me you were listening to some like shitty like new metal at the time too. Um and I was twelve. Like while see. you were doing it. No, I well I probably no, here's like, the thing. Not my even parents wouldn't let, my parents wouldn't let me have limp biscuit. I had blink one eighty two though. I was white. So oh. I blink when I need to. So you were listening to like take off your pants and jacket. Mm-hmm. I went to Tower Records at midnight to get that album. I was Yay. so excited, and I remember my my dad was like, "You can't listen to it until tomorrow because you'll be all on all, up all night because you're so excited." <laughs> you're so excited. And I was like, "No, Dad, I'm gonna go to sleep." He's like, "No, no, no, not until tomorrow." And I remember to this day, I remember popping it in my Walkman yeah. CD player, walking to the bus stop, being like, "This is the, my life cannot get better than." <laughs> This is the high point of my this life. This is the high and point. At the time, as a kid, you're like, dude, it doesn't get better than this. This man. is the best music. Looking ever. back, you're like, if that fuck? was the best moment of my life, I would fucking kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> if walking walking to the bus stop, yeah, listening well, to that. But dude, do? okay, seriously though. But yeah, so jo- Joey Mafal. Yes, is that did I say that correctly? Yes, correct. Okay. What would he would he be the gator? What what would he be? I would say he would, he would be the no the gator. The gator is, has has to be it. The gator or yeah. like Gator Man. No, gator Man's too obvious. The the, the gator. The, the gator. gator is great because that's like the gator. Dude. That's kind of that strikes fear into the hearts of and criminal. If he found the gator's lair, mm-hmm. he could just like reappropriate it as his own. Yeah, and then like his thing could be like one of those little fan boats. <laughs> He rides. Well, he's in, he is he is near the bayou and stuff. Well, I, yeah, you know, I'm just saying you just like you know ride it out and yeah. you know t- ch- chomping crime down. Oh my god, who would his sidekick Dude. be when he gets old enough? When he sees a young boy that's similar to him? Well, I guess it would be. I guess it would depend on what that young boy did. Yeah. So I guess that young boy I don't know smashes a snake. It could be like Gator and Snake. <laughs> Gator and Snake. Oh, that'd be awesome. 
I imagine that this kid would be like part of some sort of traveling side circus, not like a mainstream circus, <laughs> but like really... something on the bayou. Thank or... God Bob Kane's dead because he'd be like, I'm suing you for ripping me off hardcore right now. I'm no, I'm saying <laughs> that Bill these Finger. people, these people could be the real life incarnation of it. It's true. It can happen. It can happen. Out of all the superheroes, though, I mean, honestly... Um, Except for now, because we've gone into great lengths about this guy's name, he's not going to be able to do it. No, no, we... Fuck! Fuck. <sighs> and yet, and, and now we have forced ourselves to still live in a world where there is I no Batman. I am disappointed. I... I just made myself sad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Gator, if you're out there, don't stop. Don't stop, ever. Chomp down, cry. So, yeah, the gator is just taking care of business over there in South Carolina. Yeah. Um, in about 20 years from today. Oh, no, he's doing it now. He's okay. doing it now, you know, taking down gators. 20 but... years, he's 12 years old. Maybe 32-year-old man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Batman start, didn't start at 32. He started looking at his late teens. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, I mean, it's just, yeah, like you said, like, what was I doing at 12? What were you doing at 12? And, like, for, for that matter, like, what are, like, kids doing now at 12? Like, yeah, I was at... The happiest place on earth, obviously. Trying oh. to cheer myself up because you were with me. Um, oh, so, we were there together, but yeah, I don't remember this. That, that's why I was trying to cheer myself up because oh. you were standing next to me. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> um, no, but uh, we're walking around and just like kids, you know, and like this kid's running by. I don't know. He probably wasn't 12. He was a little bit younger. Yeah. But uh, we're walking by and this kid is just singing, just Totally, with total conviction, he's just running by, doing a little dance and singing "YMC Poop." <laughs> he replaces "A" with "poop." So we have this kid with glasses running around Disney going yeah. "YMC Poop," <laughs> and then we have Joey Mathal over there. Wrestling Gators. And speaking of Disneyland, actually, you know we have Joey yeah. Mathal's grandfather, obviously a fantastic parent. Yeah. We had another experience at Disneyland. <laughs> we were on the tram on the way in. Oh, yeah. And I remember this lady was there talking to her yeah. son, presumably. And she was kind of like, like I guess this kid, it seemed from what she had said, yeah. it seemed like he had a problem kind of like like just running ahead of the group. Yeah. So he said, so she said to him, she's like, and when we get in there, I don't want to see any of that le- I'm the leader stuff. So we're like, yeah. okay, that sounded a little weird. It was weird. We get off the tram and from behind, <laughs> as she's talking to this boy, we hear... <laughs> Come on, come on, numb nuts. <laughs> she calls him numb nuts. The kid had to be like seven. It's like, that's not a way to make your kid feel like a fucking idiot. She just yells, Come on, numb nuts. Come on, numb nuts. <laughs> like, what? First of all, when was the last time you ever heard anyone call numb nuts? <laughs> Let alone your small child. But. <laughs> As. <laughs> Speaking of children, though, um, you know, the whole really, really just the this is a, just a ham fisted segue into into, you know, we have nature as we as you guys know, nature. We do have nature. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Nature is Moving a very on. popular topic on our show. Um, and so I like to look at a nature story since I know that we we like talking about nature and the weird things that we learn about it. So I found this story. Um, it's interesting. It's an interesting study. It's not really as horrifying, but it's it's going to open up some some topics of conversation for us. That's for sure. Yeah. Insect sex study reveals surprising reason for bugs homosexual encounters. Uh, so okay, so it's not just like you're there and I got a hard on. No, you'll see. This article was written by uh, Laura Popic, uh, also from, this is from uh, Huffington Post, uh, from Live Science, actually, is where, where they got this from, Live, Live Science. Insect sex may seem fairly simple. Fluttering dances, clasping abdomens, a quick mount, mount on a forest floor. But a new review of homosexual insect encounters suggests the acts may not be the straight, uh, straightforward uh, for the individuals involved. Researchers have been wi- have widely examined homosexual behavior in mammals and birds, but have addressed it less frequency, uh, frequently in insects and spiders. Okay. To assess the range of evolutionary explanations for the same-sex intercourse in the invertebrate world, a team of biologists from Tel Aviv University in Israel and the Swiss Federal Institute of Technology in Zurich, Switzerland, uh, ex- 
<laughs> examined roughly 100 existing studies on the topic and compiled the first comprehensive review of homosexual homosexuality in invertebrates. The review was published earlier this month in the journal uh, of Behavioral Ecology and Sociobiology. Uh, the team focused on male uh, on male interactions. So first, we'll talk about that. Uh, in, uh, interactions to simplify the analysis and found that most of these encounters incurred, occurred as accidents. <laughs> Mistaken identity. Whereas larger animals have developed more complicated homosexual motivations, like m- maintaining alliances. So apparently if <laughs> we want to be buddies, we have to have gay sex. No. Uh, no. Which has been found in certain primate and seagull species. Not humans, <laughs> from what I can see here. Insects seem to mistakenly partake in uh in it in a hasty attempt to secure mates i don't know dude i mean like i could just i I, i'm you know i don't watch game of thrones right but my prediction is that in season four is it that's coming up yeah season four uh you know there's gonna be some alliances to be kept and they're gonna need to you know they're gonna be like i guess we'll have to fuck each other yeah i guess so (laughs) that was my old king voice (laughs) this is the best part they have evolved to mate quick and dirty (laughs) Said study right. co-author Inan Sharf, an evolutionary ecologist in Tel Aviv University. They grab every opportunity to mate that they have because if they become slow, they may give up an opportunity to mate. So that's the equivalent of humans being like, I'm going to fuck, fuck everything, everything because I need to mate and I can't stop. It's like it's oh, like God. all you do all day from from morning to night. Not so, even, you don't even sleep. All you're doing is just going around fucking and fucking, so, and, fucking and fucking and fucking and fucking and fucking. So this is like what we see in like, the animal kingdom where it's like 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 snakes where they right. just fucking gorge themselves on yes. food because it's like I don't know when the fuck I'm going to eat again. Yes. So what these guys fucking do is they just go around like I'm just going to fuck anything yes. because I might miss my opportunity. I don't even care what it is. I'm just, I'd rather fuck it. Spread the genes. <laughs> spread the genes. Spread the genes. Yeah, I'd rather fuck it and have it not be successful than right. not fuck it and miss my opportunity. Better to fuck it and not have it than have <laughs> or something like that. True. So uh, in some cases, mar- males carry around the scent of females they have just mated with, sending confusing signals to other <laughs> other pursuing males. So, like we were talking about last week yeah. with the trans with with the trannies, <laughs> some some of them look passable. So this is like the passable tranny of the insect world. It's <laughs> like ah, oh, looks like a girl, scent. I guess. Yeah, based on scent. Um, in other cases, males and females look so similar to one another that males cannot tell if a potential mate is a female until he mounts her oh, really and is. prepares for the act. So it's, it's literally trannies. It's like, you look and smell like a female. Okay, let's, 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 female. Let's, let's do something about this. And then you get down there. It's like, oh, shit, dick. And then you're like, fuck it. Fuck it. Go for it. Quite literally. <laughs> Sometimes such extreme indiscrimination leads to mating with inanimate objects has been observed in beetles trying to mount glass bottles. A glass bottle. The glass okay. bottle looks, quote, looks like a huge female to them, Sharf said. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm, I don't, I, oh I don't see it. So it's like, it's like, it's like, it's kind of like that, like, hey man, big beetles need love too. Hell yeah. Look at that girl. Damn girl. Damn. Got some curves. You all glassy Look at that bottleneck. <laughs> you got a shiny ass abdomen. Something like that. It's like a Heineken bottle. <laughs> they just try to mate with whatever gives them a vague impression of opportunity. <laughs> so it's like, if I'm like, hey, that bush looks like a female woman, I'm going to go stick my dick in it. Oh, there's bees in here. Oh, I learned my lesson. Hey, that muffler looks like a female woman. I'm going to go stick my dick in it. I, Ouch, hot smoke. I, I know. Guy, I, used to, I used to know guys like that in high school, dude, or not in high school, and in, in college. They were right. just like, hey, there's an opportunity. Might as well fuck it. <laughs> fuck opportunity. Yeah, fuck. We learned about learn opportunities. Now we have fuck opportunities. Yeah, we had a learn opportunity last week right. or last episode, and uh, now fuck opportunities. Yes, kids don't waste those fuck opportunities. No, do not. They only come around all the time. Lear- <laughs> Apparently, according to insects, yeah, learninate from the insects and have sex all the time. Other studies do, however, show evidence of more intentional and malicious motivations by to- behind. Homosexual insect sex. <laughs> Male butterflies, moss, and wasp, for example, use same-sex encounters to distract competitors from potential female mates. So it's like, I'm going to fuck all these dudes, because here's why. Certain beetles have, uh, have even been found to use same-sex mounting as a way to spread sperm to other males that may cause them to pass it along to the next female he mounts, oh, through, uh, though this mechanism does not appear to be very effective. So that's yeah. like, 
I want to get Chu's like let's pretend Chu is married. No. I want to get Chu's wife <laughs> pregnant. So I'm gonna come on Chu's dick, and then as he's fucking his wife, hopefully my sperm will be the one that makes its way in. That is the uh, that is the human equivalent of this. And he's shaking his head because he's like, oh god, that because you're imagining it, aren't you? It's horrifying, isn't it? Insects are fucked up. For the first time on this show, you're speechless. I'm speechless. <laughs> I am horrified at what you just said. It's true though. But like, think about it. that would be the equivalent, right? Yeah. <laughs> Since male insect anatomy is not designed to accept male genitals, <laughs> improper penetration can cause bodily damage in aggressive competing mates. This anatomy blocker is not a problem for all species, since not all insect sex involves penetration. Even so, one study found that certain male insects have developed female-like genitals to lower the risk of damage from homosexual penetration. So essentially, they're growing so vaginas. Evol- evolution's like, listen, you're going to get fucked anyway, so you might as well get a fuckhole. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be effective, but it'll trick them, and yeah. it won't hurt so <laughs> That bad. way, they won't hurt your junk when yes. they're sticking their junk into it. <laughs> um. On the other hand, female-female homosexuality appears to have a separate set of motivations and deserves a whole separate analysis, Sharp said. In general, female-female interaction seems more intentional than male-male interactions. This is where it's really close to humans, by the way. In fact, one study found that certain male beetles mount each other to look larger and attract more mates. So this is the equivalent of, we got to get some dudes over here. Let's start making out. <laughs> yeah. It's just like getting like a yeah. little patch. Exactly. The frequency of homosexual behavior in the insect world also remains unclear. However, more causes have been observed in the lab than in the field. This could indicate that the behavior occurs during stressful or isolating conditions, Sharp said. So basically when insects are in insect prison. Yes, but more work is needed to confirm this idea. And while the possibility that any sexual encounter uh, could induce pleasure in insects may seem unlikely, uh, Sharp does not rule it out. Uh, I don't know if they're enjoying things or not, or if they feel fear, <laughs> Sharp said. <laughs> they have some gr- some stress hormones, and they sense it. But whether you can define this as fear, pleasure, or pain is very difficult to say. The team next hopes to conduct experimental studies on a species of beetle to determine how homosexual behavior affects different aspects of the animal's life, and whether the behavior is linked to any other specific types of behaviors. So, some interesting things we've learned about the insect community tonight. Some really interesting things. You know, keeping in line with nature. Yes. I think it's pretty terrifying when nature combines with technology. That's pretty true. That's accurate. Um, granted, insects are not technology. They're part of nature, and there was really no technology in there other than you were reading it <laughs> using technology. Yes. Uh, and we are doing this using technology, but I can't, um, came across a term uh, someone threw out. I mean, I didn't know it it existed, but I don't know. You might know it. If you do, then you're welcome to laugh at me for it. Um, The term is pornado. No, what is this? (laughs) Pornado is when you uh, apparently stumble upon, you know, like a pop-up or whatever for like porn or something like that. Uh You go to like close it and then eight more (laughs) pop up and you just get swept up and whirled away. Pornado. In the tornado? Yeah, I'm just like I'm wondering like what other like types of natural disasters are out there that involve technology or something right. like that. Well, I would imagine like a porn sinkhole would be like a when you click on one porn video, you're like that's not hot enough, and you look down below and you're like that one, and then you're <laughs> you like, just keep going. No, this is hotter, and deeper, and deeper and deeper and deeper into it. So you're like falling through. Sinkhole. It's like porn. Oh, you know what? It's porn quicksand. <laughs> porn quicksand. It's a quick pound. Because you got to pound it. <laughs> pound sand. Pound sand, yes. <laughs> uh, um, no, but I just, I never heard that phrase before. And that was, uh, that was a friend uh, over at work. That was a, a Mike threw that out. I'm not going to use any last names, but no. you'll know Mike. who you are if you've heard, if, if you heard this, uh, this little tale here. But yeah, Pornado, I didn't know that existed. So if y'all know of any other little... <laughs> you know, little uh, terrifying terms of yes. the interwebs, please uh, send them to us. Inform me about them. Absolutely. I want, I want to know. that. I, I, I do as well. I That's... need to know. <laughs> so tell me, baby girl, because I need to know. <laughs> it took me a minute, but I got it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, so I learned about something a little bit yeah. uh, interesting this week. Uh, okay. more, a lot... more interesting than just like, 
some of the other shit we've come up with already. More interesting than in Sex Sex, yes, that's for sure. Okay. Um, so there's a lot of ways to write movies, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's so you have you, know, you have your written reviews, you have your four stars, five stars. There's yeah. a lot of ways yeah. to kind of categorize like, movies. Rate, too. You could even like you know just with the ratings, right? Okay. So I learned about an interesting test they run on movies called the Bechdel test, the Bechdel movie test. And okay. the Bechdel test is defined as this: the, the movies in order for a movie to pass the Bechdel test, yeah, it has to meet these three qualifications. Ready? One, it has to have at least two named women in it. Okay. Two. Like like with, with a name. Yes. Like, just like Mary and Samantha. Yes. Okay. Now Mary and Samantha have to talk to each other in this movie. <laughs> okay. Okay. And number three, in order to fully meet the test, they have to talk about something besides a man. <laughs> okay. So let's take some of our favorite movies okay. and see if they meet this test. So All what right. is what uh, we'll start we'll start with some of your favorites. What do you okay? Because you know them pretty well. What's your favorite movie? Um, I know I'll have uh, a bet. You know, some people will be like, you know, how could you pick that as your favorite? I, I love the movie 28 Days Later. 28 Days Later. Great. Yes. Now, think about the plot of that movie. Does 28 Days Later pass the Bechdel test? Um, okay, so there are two women in it. There are two or women in it. Women or females? Females. Women. Okay. Women. There, there are two yes. females in it. Okay. Do they talk to each other? They do talk to each other. Now, do they talk about something other than a man? I would want to say yes. Okay. What do you think? Well, what is, try to remember is, is, do they in fact do that? Um, I don't have the answer. That's what I'm trying to. Well, I know sometimes they, they do talk to each other about a man okay. or men yes. in general. They do talk to each other in reference to a man. Like, you know, like, like, you know, the way you would say, look out here he comes. Yes. You know, or something like that. That's so, still talking about a man. Still talking about a man. Okay. Um, talking about, Oh no, they 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 do they do because they talk about one of the mothers. So they talk about another woman. They talk about another woman. My favorite movie and just the end of the world and stuff. My favorite movie of all time, Back to the Future. Yeah, does not pass this test. Okay, because I I, I thought about it and yeah. I went through in my head. I, I mean, unless someone wants to prove me wrong, I found that it does not pass this test. Okay, because <clears throat> according to uh, thinking about it, let's 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 walk through Back to the Future really quick. Yeah. So it starts off Doc Brown, Marty McFly. Marty McFly's thing. No girl, no girl. First time we see a girl yeah. is when we see Jennifer, his girlfriend. Okay. Uh, Jennifer doesn't talk to another girl. Talking to Marty only. Talks to Marty. Talks to Marty. Talks to Marty. Marty goes home. Marty's mom and sister are there. Yeah. But what they talk about, they talk about Marty's uncle Joey, who's in jail. <laughs> okay. They talk about how. Marty's sister needs to meet a man and how it's so hard. How's she going to meet anybody yeah. because I can never leave the house. And she's like, you'll meet, meet somebody like I met your father. Remember the dance, George? And talks about all that. Yeah, yeah. How they went to the dance, they fell in love and all that. But yeah. once again, talking about a man. Uh-huh. Marty then goes back in time. We'll, okay. we'll cut the whole, uh, whole se- se- sequence out. Goes back in time. Um, and he, uh, the only time I could argue this is that the mom, the mom, and the daughter that are the farmers they run into might talk about might talk about might talk about like aliens, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's a little boy who 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 says, "Look, that isn't a spaceship." And so, cut to we have Marty going into town. Marty meets up with Doc. Marty Marty goes to the diner. Yeah. No girls. No girls. No girls. No girls. Um, and then he he gets hit by a car okay. following his dad. Talks to his mom once again. No talk about guys. She sits down at the table with him with his whole family for dinner. And uh, the only I'm trying to think if there's any. I can't think of a single moment in this movie. I can yeah. go through the whole plot, but I can't think of a single moment where two girls talk to each other about something other than a man. Okay, um, I have a question. Yes. This test, this uh, or rating, what was the it Bechdel called? test? The Bechdel test. Yes. So you pass the Bechdel test. Yes. What do you do with that pass? Do you get some sort of certificate? Nope. Is it's, it like a certain rating? Honestly, or? no. It has nothing to do with that. It has it, all, all. It is is for women to be like, hmm, I identify with this. So that is, it's just like a study that yeah, they did. It's just a study they did, and it's pretty interesting how many movies. Like, okay, name some. Okay, na- name some of the movies that we've seen. Uh, we've seen this summer. Uh, Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. I have a list of all the movies of for, uh, of this year so far on the side of this website here. Hold on, um, I have just a random side yes. thought. Pacific Rim is out in theaters. Well, it's out in theaters. Yes. Depending on when you're listening to this. Yes. Um, also, Jobs alongside of that. Do you think those two are ever like side by side on the marquee? 
Pacific Rim jobs. Pacific Rim jobs, or oh, just Rim God, jobs. I hope if you if you see that, God, take a picture of it and send it to us. Let please let that exist. Um, please, someone, if there's you know that's one of those moments. Like I'm looking up, I'm looking at you up there. <laughs> so, um, so Pacific Rim, Pacific Rim, we did see together. Okay. Pacific Rim does. I, what yeah, do you think? Do you think it no, passes? Okay, no. you're correct. But there are more than two women in this movie, mm-hmm. but they don't talk to each other directly. More than two? There are more than two women in this I movie. I thought there was one, there's one, two. I thought there was two. No, there was, there was more than two. Mm. They had the Asian girl. <laughs> yeah. And then and the Russian lady. The Russian lady. But oh. they don't ever directly talk to each other. Yeah. But they both have names. They both, but, both characters have but names. But that's what I'm saying. Dude, I thought there was just those two, right? Just, well, it's, it's, yeah, yes, but that's, there's two women and they both yeah. have names, but they don't talk to each other. So it doesn't fully pass the test yeah. because they don't talk, they don't interact to each other and they don't talk about anything other than man because they never oh, yeah. interact. Yeah. Um, what's another movie we saw? Uh, the Wolverine. The Wolverine. Do you think, the Wolver- <laughs> now do you think the Wolverine passes this test? Absolutely not. Actually, it does. It does. It does. There is some contention over it on the website, however. Okay, well, here's here's what I'm thinking. Okay, so you have uh, Mariko, right? Yes. And then I forgot the other girl's name, the one with the red hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, y- they talk about the grandfather. Right. They talk about- Spoilers, Mario. by the way, if you're, if you're interested in seeing the Wolverine. I spoilers. mean, they just- I spoilers. haven't said anything as a spoiler yet, but I'm definitely going to spoil it. Well, if it you want to know about the movie- um, you're forgetting another very fem- important female character, arguably the worst actress in the movie, by the way. Oh, yeah, her. Viper. Viper. There's a conversation between Yukio, which is one of the Asian uh-huh. girls in Viper, and this is their conversation. It's a two-line yeah. conversation. One person says something, the other person says back, which counts as a conversation. She says, it is, it is time for you to die, and then the other response back is, it is not my time yet. Okay. No mention of a man. Okay. About dying. Dying's not not yeah. about a man. So technically speaking, based on those that those two lines of dialogue, it passes, it passes the test. Barely. All right. Got an F plus. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Got an F plus. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, uh, we saw see? the conjuring. Do you think the conjuring, conjuring passes it? Let's see. Really think. Think about the plot of the movie. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Again, spoilers if you haven't seen it in case I do reference it, but we'll see. Um, okay, you got Lorraine Warren. Talking to the mom. Talking to the girls. I I would say because you know some of the stuff is undefined. You know, like entities and like mm-hmm. demons and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and they don't really technically assign a gender to them, as right. I recall. I would say it does pass. Right, because think about it. They they are talking to each other, and they're not talking about a man. They're talking about something other related other than a man, because it's exactly. entities and there's ghosts and things. And, yes, unless they say like, "Oh, the ghost of this man." In one more movie that I drag I drug you to, because uh, you're not a big fan of this superhero, oh, yeah. Man of Steel. Yeah. Do you think Man of Steel passes? I, I don't think so. It does, it does based on okay. two conversation, but they're slightly dubious and not clear cut. Okay. The first one is when Jenny. Who yeah. isn't named at this point in the movie, but mm-hmm. later is, is named later. Jenny is like the uh, is the Jimmy Olsen replacement, if I remember correctly. Tells Lois, "You have to come see this regarding the news of an alien invasion being telecast." Two okay. is the second is when Feora, which is one of the Kryptonian women, uh-huh. tells Lois the atmosphere on our ship is different from Earth. This okay. apparatus will help you breathe that atmosphere. However, though, that's not a two way conversation. Neither of those are yeah. two way conversations. Mm. Lois doesn't then answer back. Oh, I'm writing this article. Yeah, yeah. You know, so so this is kind of some contention. I would argue that based on those, I would probably say no <coughs> if those are the two examples. But there may be some other examples. So, is this okay? Does this do more than just recent movies on this site? Uh, not on this site, no. But like, I, I, I like. I'm sure we can look it up. And we could find out for sure. Yeah. I like I like doing it from memory and seeing if because based on my memory, okay. none of the Star Wars movies pass. Okay. I don't think. Any of the Indiana Jones movies pass. Okay. It's what all... about like Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park. Okay, because you have How... What's Her Face and then yes. Little What's Her Face. Yes. Okay, and I know James is gonna kill me because I don't know. You have you have Laura Dern who plays Dr. Ellie Sattler. There you go. And okay. you have the I can't remember the name of the little girl, but her she plays yeah. a character named uh Lex or Alex. Okay. Now do they talk to? They do talk to each other. I'm assuming. It's yes, they do. They do. They, they do. Um, I be, I believe. N- hold on. No, I. They do. They don't. That I know directly, other yeah. than shut the door, that sort of stuff. But like, um, 
I remember the only thing I can remember was an off-screen conversation they had, which is where she goes up to Alan Grant and goes, she says I should ride with you because it'd be good for you. But they're talking about a man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, do oh, they interact? Yeah, they, they, inter- they, they interact very briefly. I'm trying okay. to think if there's any other women in the movie other than those. I, I can't think of any other Because the ones. other thing, too, is I, I'm assuming if they're interacting, even if it's briefly, they'd probably be like, oh, the dinosaur right there or whatever, and it could be a male dinosaur. Would that... Although I'm going to argue that this movie does pass the test. Okay. Because okay. there's a lot of interaction from Laura Dern okay. and the Velociraptors. And as we know from watching the movie... They're fe- <laughs> Every animal on the island is female, yeah. and they do have names. It's Velociraptor, and it does interact back. You know, it does, it does interact. Calls it's like, uh, uh, yeah, uh. it's conversing. It's conversing with the other female Velociraptors. And, but they're chasing. They're chasing. What's his face? A little kid. That's true. He's but they boy. also are chasing Laura Dern at one point too, and she's a female and by herself. Yeah. And I mean, who are we to argue what they're saying? Yeah. Who are we to argue? What about other movies? I know, like, okay, like, if I think about it, I don't think Dark Knight would pass. Um, because I can't recall a time when there's two women talking to each other, mm-hmm. um, except for the Russian slut and uh, <laughs> Clayface, aka Maggie Gyllenhaal. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're, but, what, they're, but, but they're, they're talking, talking about they're talking about Harvey Dent, Batman, and, and they're talking about men, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I, I, because of that, I don't think that would pass. No, I totally agree. Well, at any rate. Send us the movies you'd like us to look into, yeah, and we'll see if they pass. As we know, though, I'm, I'm just killed off all the obvious ones. Star Wars, that I know of, unless you're going to prove me wrong, none of the original Star Wars trilogy passes. We don't talk about the first three fan films in this podcast. Um, Indiana Jones movies, <laughs> none that I know of. Um, we don't count the fourth one. Pass. The yeah. first three don't pass, for sure. Um, and Back to the Future, um, I don't believe one passes. Two, I think, might pass, but I'm not 100%. Is this is this and insane? three? I don't think passes either. Does this test work for animated movies? As yes, well? any movie, any movie. It's, TV it's not shows? really. What's up? TV shows. I don't know about TV shows because TV shows I would feel like would have more opportunity for this. Yeah. But based on what I'm saying, this is. Just, I think it's just based on. Um, it's it's really based on movies based on on this website here. Yeah. But it could be anything. Could be anything. That's awesome. I'm gonna like watch movies like from a whole new perspective now. And be yeah, like, oh, this kind of fucks you up, doesn't it? I asked them too. I was speaking of TV, I said, uh, speaking of our earlier conversation, does Daria pass? Daria absolutely passes because yeah. all they do, they don't always talk about boys. They yeah. talk about all sorts of different stuff. So, dude, they need to bring back Daria. They really do. They really do. Just for me because I want it. I I would gladly take that. I would love to see a new, a new Daria. That's I think Daria, ladies, if you're like Daria. And you like my goofy ass? I will get down on one knee right now. That's all I have to say. So now we uh, we've been blessed to have built somewhat of an audience. Yes, a loyal audience, as it were. Um, hopefully, you know that's something that's going to keep growing and just keep steady and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But we've actually started to receive fan mail and suggestions and stuff, uh, and I want to start and real ones, not like um, not like the shit about God knows what. We still don't know what that's about from last week. What the fuck <laughs> oh, yeah. is that about? Yeah, I, we still haven't heard about that. Yes, but um, yeah, I actually got you know uh, someone they were listening to the episode where we where we came up with the concept for America's shame. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you didn't listen to or you don't remember, America's shame is what we would um, have as like basically a theme park that represents America, and it's just all our sh- most shameful moments. Yes, you know, you walk down the Trail of Tears, mm-hmm. you know, and and you take a ride and on the back of the bus mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know, but. Um, one of one of our listeners wrote in. Um, yeah, um, basically pitched some idea. I like this as like a little section for a, uh, one of the parts of America's shame, mm-hmm. and that is uh, based off of natural disasters um, <laughs> that we've encountered. Now these can be natural or man-made, so there's certain ones that I'm definitely not going to reference directly. But you know, attacks on us. <laughs> Would be represented, um, be it by man or from nature as well. (laughs) Um, But (laughs) yeah, it's uh, I. What are some of your? I I thought that no, I I thought that I was pretty bad, but you know, I mean, we got some good ideas. So I like the general concept of you know a uh, 
American Disasters section to mm. the uh, theme park. Sure. So as we expand westward uh, towards the glistening Pacific Sea, you know, we will have uh, Pacific Sea, Pacific Ocean. I don't know why I call it <laughs> sea. But uh, we will um, we'll definitely have – we're expanding this park. And one of these days, hopefully, if once it gets large enough, we get enough ideas, uh, maybe we'll make a little map. I want to make a little map for sure. it. Sure. Put that up online. Hey, if you want, like I can cut her name out and you can actually list some of the, if you want to list them. I don't want to list them. Okay. <laughs> I <right>. don't. <laughs> yeah. A map to the park would be fucking awesome. Like if we know anybody who's an artist and likes the show, like once we, once we compile all these, we'll, um, we'll you know, like the, you. like the little theme park maps that yes. you get. It's like you are here and then it's like, Oh, over here you got, you know, the story village or whatever. <laughs> it's like, you know, nothing. But this is going to be terrible stuff about America. We also, as a show, received our first email from another super fan of ours named Brian. Um, and the title of this email uh, really struck my heart. It's called Suck My Butt. That is the title of the email. <laughs> and the content of the email, very short, very brief. This email is for your goddamn face. Hashtag sideways heart emoticon. <laughs> Hashtag the email. So he hashtagged his email, apparently. <laughs> so we do appreciate you writing yes. in. And as you know, we make the show not only for us, but also for you. And we we couldn't do it every week without you guys listening. And we really appreciate all the, uh, all the uh, good times and happiness you give us. And really, much like anything in this world that makes you happy, we want to keep doing this for you and want to keep it going. So, um, yeah, please. Send us in information. We will read it on the show, as you've learned. So send us your, your questions, your comments, your topic ideas. Topics, articles, if you have articles. As you know, we like to read articles, and I can't find every single one. Neither can <laughs> Com- Chewy. Comments, notes, you know, anything that Naked you have Naked pictures, to anything. You know, just, you know, a little bit of titty. Yeah, a little, little bit of titty. A little, little bit, a little bit of titty. And much like we learn every week, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of titty, is there? <laughs> no, there isn't. I'm Chewy. And I mean... Keep it up and, and jerk it on out. This is stuff. This is stuff. This This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingspodcast.com.